Good morning, Minneapolis, and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is Lavia Alva, and I am an extreme extrovert. It is a very rainy, cold morning here in Minneapolis, and I am going to continue with my further questions. So, I actually um, had some interesting questions the last time, so we'll see what, how these ones go. Alright, so the first one it says, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Huh. You know, honestly, um, I was raised by uh, my father, and um, my mom was working... So she was a stay-at-home mom until I was about 10. And then my father kind of took care of the rest until I was 16, 17. And that's when I moved out. Um, so in our family, we always had, like, things. We weren't obviously really rich or anything, but um, we always, like, had things to do. Like, go to the park, go to the zoo. Um, we traveled. I think that's mainly why I... I'm a world traveler now, and because I have so much ambition to travel, is because a lot of my young life, I was traveling with my father. And it was, it was amazing. Many things were amazing about it. I got to learn a lot of things. I think the one thing that I would have changed about how I was raised is because my father was an immigrant, he tried very hard to make sure that I fit in with um, with my peers in the United States. And so my Latina culture, I really had to investigate more on my own. And I think it would have been nice to um, be more integrated in my own culture as a Latina. So that's the only thing that I personally would have changed. But it's okay. Second question. You are at a lake with some friends and the sun is warm and the water is cold. Going into the water could temporarily chill you, but you know that later the warm sun would be even more enjoyable. And you would be glad you had gone in. Would you take the plunge? Absolutely. I actually do this quite often. Um, as you know, if you have been listening to my podcasts, you know that I live along the lake of Bade Makaska. And um, I actually went back to sailing school. So I do that quite often. <laughs> I go on the lake uh, if if it's not contaminated. Sometimes, um, you know, the quality is better some days than others. But yeah, if it's safe, absolutely. <laughs> I think everyone should. It's worth it. Don't dive, though. Diving is dangerous. <laughs> you might get paralyzed or something if you hit a rock. But yeah, just jump. Feed first. Do you believe in capital punishment? Would you be willing to ex execute a man sentenced to death by the courts if you were selected by a lot to do so, and he would be going free if you refused? Assume you know no details of the trial. Ooh, this would be really tough for me, because if I had no details of the trial, how would I be able to ex execute somebody, you know? Even if everyone else wanted him, like, executed... Whatever he did, probably for good reason. See, and th this would be tricky. Because you'd be like, you, you would look at the people that were accusing him, and you'd want to believe them. Because if there are so many people that were accusing somebody, there has to be a good reason for that punishment. 
Ugh, but if I had no details of the trial, ooh. For me personally, it would just be too much of a strain to like say I have nothing. I have no idea why you're getting punished, but I'm the one that has to do that. Ooh. I guess it would really depend, like, on how much stress I felt. Like, if the other people were like, if you don't do this to this guy, then we're going to do that to you. Then, yeah, I would obviously have to say okay. But, ugh, I I really wouldn't want to, though. I, I really would refuse, like, if I had no details of the trial. That would not be a fair trial, in my in my opinion. Okay. That was a good question. I kind of like that one. That was a good one. Um, Because I feel like in our life, we take a lot of other people's um, statements, you know, either for granted or, like, too seriously. Because obviously if my sister or a family member came to me and was in that group and said that they were a bad person, you'd want to believe them, you know, because those are the people that you trust. So, I don't know. That was an interesting one. I really liked it. Thanks for that. Next question. Ooh, I don't like this question already. Ooh, I don't like it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, okay, here we go. What are you, about your feelings about killing a handicapped child? Okay, so basically what are your feelings about killing? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't believe in killing. Um, should a woman have the right to have an abortion for any reason she wants? that's tricky because um i do believe that it is somebody's choice like if you are you know too young or if you don't have the financial um you know stature to have children i think the best thing like to do instead of raising a child in the foster system is well maybe it's not the best thing to do but one of the possibilities that you could do is have an abortion so ooh, i do think a woman has the right to her own body so i will say that i am pro-choice but the way that this question is phrased uh there's there's no exception for killing um if if it's you know oh that's tricky what rights should the father have Eh, well, it's her body. She she can figure it out. Uh, that's just my opinion. Like, if the father... Like, no offense. No offense. But if I, for some reason, which I have been in a situation where <clears throat> I ha- was pregnant for no, like... I was pregnant for a surprising reason. <laughs> a surprising reason means, like, you either were, like, raped or uh, you were you know, drunk, or you were too young and you didn't wear protection or something like that. Yeah, if I, if, which I have, I actually have been pregnant in one of those scenarios before. Um, yeah, the father has no say. I, I, as a woman, I would be like, this is my body, this is what happened to me. Um, you're just gonna have to go with the flow, homie, because (laughs) <laughs> my body is my rights. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but that's just my opinion. If your 15-year-old sister became pregnant, would you want her to have an abortion? Yes and no. No, because abortions really fuck with people. I've had one. And you can believe, like, whatever you want to believe. You know, believe I'm a bad person, a killer. It's fine. Um, 
But personally, when the reason why I had to was because I was very young. And I had a lot of ambitions. I wanted to go into college and I was um, getting that stuff started. And for me, at the time, it was the best decision. I don't think it's anyone's first decision. <clears throat> if you don't have to, I, I wouldn't personally do it just because... Um, when you do that to your body, um, you do get oh, side effects. You do get depressed. You do feel horrible about it. You know, you're not gonna like go through with it and then be like, "Oh, yay, my life is going on." Like, no, your your body just thought that you were gonna have a baby and then it's gone. Like, you're totally depressed, hor horrendously depressed for years. I still am depressed. <laughs> you know, but you just kind of get over it. Um, possibly, maybe, if you had. Oh, I don't like that. If you had a mentally disabled baby. Okay, so this person used the R word, and I, I don't like that word because it's not very nice. Um, You know, the R word, the mean word. I, I know that sounds childish, but I, I have too many friends that have um, mental disabilities, so I refuse to use that word personally. Um, So if your child had disabilities, would you put the child in an institution? You know, this is something that nobody ever wants to do with their child, I feel like. Um, <clears throat> you would want to obviously care for your child as much as you would want to, at least in my opinion. For me, I like if my child had a disability, which I it's actually my field, so I have worked with people with disabilities like autism and um ADHD. Like like um ADHD is not a disability, like, that people think is, like, a huge deal. But sometimes it can be uh, a big deal. Or, like, post-traumatic stress. And for me, there are... There, I know the ways of um, where where you can help these people in a normal day situation. If you love them and you're presented with the ability to care for them, <clears throat> they can live a pretty normal life. Like, those are not things that people really should worry about however um sometimes you know sometimes regular i don't want to say regular but you know sometimes people with a typical lifestyle have to end up in institutions it's not really something to be ashamed of it's just something that happens <clears throat> you know sometimes we get old and we kind of go into institutions shit i'm a, you know who knows what could happen you know you have an accident a car accident you have to be in an institution sometimes, you know? So, I feel like as a parent, I would try my very best to have my person, like, my child have a regular life. But uh, sometimes, as much as you try, they can't. And that's okay. Um, but I would try my best for them to, you know, stay at home with me. Alright. <clears throat> Excuse me. This rain really uh, sparks my, like allergies like this like the rain and the grass Whew. hey wait <laughs> don't worry i'm i don't have covid i'm just coughing away because i'm allergic to grass <laughs> okay next question how might knowing when you'll die help you plan your life well we're all gonna die guys <laughs> so that's not really that uh, surprising i know my ass is gonna die eventually so um how has it helped plan my life it really, ooh, I guess, I guess if I knew I was going to die tomorrow, then I would literally live the most chillax, low-stress day. 
I would be like, nobody complained to me. Like, let's just take a nice walk along Bidet Makaska. Maybe have a strong margarita and let me go to sleep and die. I think that's what I would want to do. I'd want to walk around with my family along Bidet Makaska. Maybe go sailing. Have a good margarita and bye. <laughs> and I know it's not that exciting, but that's what I would probably do. Um, is life enhanced by feeling that death could strike at any time? Well, life can strike at any time. So, me, personally, I don't really think about it that much. Because I feel like if you thought that the life was, you know, around, like, gonna end around the corner, you would live in fear. Or maybe you would live in, like, extreme, like, you know, doing whatever the fuck you want. This is the question I want to hear answers to. So message me on Twitter. V-I-A dot A-L-V-A. Via dot Elva. Please message me. I would love to hear what everyone thinks about this answer. Or this question, I mean. Because everyone's different. Some people are like, oh, if I'm going to die next week, I want to make a million dollars and, you know, ride a super fancy car and go to, like, cool places. I definitely travel, like, still. Like, I still travel in my regular life. But that is something that I would definitely continue If you knew somebody was dying, would you tell them the truth or deceive them about it? How many more years do you think you will live? Um, if I knew someone was dying, like, well, this is a little close to home because, um, I do have a friend that was, um, diagnosed with cancer and they said that they had a year to live, but miraculously, they have lived five years past their diagnosis. So for me, uh, because of that situation, I really feel like it's dependent on you. Like, if you think you're going to die and you're going to act like you're going to die, like, you're going to die quickly. Like, you're going to die regardless. But, like, you know what I mean? And, like, some people, they think they know that they're going to die from, like, something like a terminal illness or something, and they just live life to the fullest. And I think that... Doing things that you love and being surrounded by people that really appreciate you. Not like the fakey bitches. But I mean like the people that are like actually love you and like push you up. And like I have good like influences in your life. If you hang around those kind of people, I feel like you will live a longer life. Just because your heart is healthy and your soul is healthy. That's just how I feel. And my friend has lived a long life past the diagnosis. So for me, if... When If I knew that someone else was dying, I, I would just be like, you know what? I hope that they do the best that they can before they go. Just have a blast with life. As you should already. Because you're going to die already. <laughs> like, you know, you should just have a blast regardless. How many more years do you think you will live? Um, well, um, I am an alcoholic, unfortunately. So, I know, I, I started drinking when I was 10. And... So, and I'm, I'm working on my sobriety. I'm, you know, working on bettering myself and getting healthy and stuff. So, I know that the many years, I, I drank for 17 years. Um, so, that kind of fucked my life. <laughs> that kind of screwed my lifeline a little. But if it weren't for that, um, all my family members, like my oldest, uh, living family member lived to be like 105 so I am really not worried about my life too much I feel like I have a lot of years if I can continue to take care of my soul my body and my heart 
I think I can live to be like 105. I think I could do it. Like it's in my it's in my genetics. Like all my family, on my um, Scandinavian side, have lived pretty long. Uh, it's interesting though because my on my father's side, he's from Cuernavaca, Mexico, and his family live kind of a short life, but they do live in more poverty than uh, my other family. So, I think because of the poverty, their lifeline is a lot shorter. They live to be about 50, 60. But my life is um, not so poverty-stricken. I'm not the richest person, but I think that, you know, I think I could live easily to 60, I think, if I keep taking care of myself. If I, you know, plummet and start drinking again, then... Uh, yeah, I might die sooner. But that's not my plan, guys. That's not my plan. <laughs> that's not my plan. All right. So we got three more questions here. You know, these ones are kind of interesting today. Um, interesting, interesting. And I like it. Would you accept a more, a much less enjoyable job paying twice what you make now if you received the same pay regardless of your job? What kind of work would you do? And if you were financially independent, would you continue to work? Mm, I love this uh, question because I feel like this has obvious answers. Um, but would you accept a less enjoyable job to pay twice as much? Honestly, in the, at this point in my life, no. No. Absolutely not. I'm doing what I love to do. Um, and if I had to do anything that was less enjoyable for twice the money, I'd be like, nah, it's not even worth it. Like, I, yes, I would love the money, but my sister once gave me really good advice. She said, money will always come and go, but people and experiences never will. So, honestly, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I refuse to work at a job that I do not like. I refuse. I rarely stick with a job that I do not like. I've never, like, of all the jobs, even when I started from the beginning in high school, I started working at Dairy Queen, and I loved that job because I was about 17 years old, easy-ass job, I got a blizzard every day, and I was like, this is the life for a 17-year-old, because, you know, you got disposable income and shit, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know, I, I refuse, no way. If you re received the same pay regardless of your job, what kind of work would you do? Honestly, I would probably do a more traveling-related job because traveling for me is kind of my own money, my own time. It's my own hobby. And I think that if I could travel more for my job, that would be amazing. Um, so, and I am actually thinking about moving, guys. I'm, uh, I love Minneapolis and I'll miss my beautiful lake. In my beautiful school, but I'm thinking of going on an adventure. Um, I want to travel to states that I haven't been because I've been all around the United States, and but there are a few select states that I have not been yet, and I feel like they're pretty common, like Florida. I've never been to Florida, and you know, I don't really care if these people are like bright or these these people these places are like bright shining places. I just want to see them so I know. You know, I've never been to Maine. Um I've never been to Pennsylvania. Um I've never been to 
Boston, Massachusetts. I think that might be it. And maybe, like, a few around somewhere, like... Because I've been to pretty much everything else around Minnesota. Like, everything, like, the Dakotas, Washington... uh, No, yeah, Dakotas, um, Wisconsin, Iowa, all those places by Minnesota and, um, you know, the touristy places. I've been to California, I've been to Washington, um... I've been to Arizona. Oh, Tejas. I haven't been to Tejas yet. Huh. I do want to go to, like, certain places. So, so, dun-dun-dun-dun, maybe in a year or so, hopefully I'll be doing podcasts elsewhere. That would be amazing. I wanna, I, I'm just, like, daydreaming. Like, during this whole quarantine, when I didn't have work, I was, like, brainstorming. I was studying and brainstorming. I was like, where am I going to make my new next adventure just because i have a girlfriend that's doing she is did a one-way ticket uh to new york and she's i know it's a pandemic but she is brave and she's does whatever she wants and she's just very headstrong and i've been wanting to do that for years i just have been so chicken you know because um I'm scared of homelessness because i've been homeless when i was younger i was homeless and it was just like scary um, and I just, ah, uh, that fear really stuck with me. And I think I just have to bite the bullet and do it. Do a one-way ticket to one place and see how it goes. So we'll see. I, I've been thinking about it, guys. All right. Next question. If giving up TV too much of, is giving up TV too much of a sacrifice? Would you consider watching a black and white re- viewing? Oh, psh, giving up TV I I just got a TV, guys. Okay, so um, fun fact about me. Um, in my childhood, we never had TVs at home. We only had, when I got a little older, we got a TV in the basement. Where we would watch family movies. You know, all those family, like, those uh, cassette things. No, not cassettes. Shit, I'm, I'm, DVDs, there you go. Those DVD things. Yeah, uh, like, remember... Well, I remember that I had, like, all these, like, DVDs lined up. All the Disney movies, you know, D- Disney princesses, stuff like that. And then we would watch with me and my family. And so TV is, was not really a big thing for me. Like, I was really out of the loop when, pe- when people would talk about, like, oh, what kind of shows do you like? Do you like Spongebob? Do you like Nickelodeon? I'd be like, I don't really know because I didn't watch those until I got a little bit older. So, nah, easy. I just got a TV. I just got a new TV, actually, in my living room. <laughs> I, like, was like, shit, this, uh, this place looks empty. I might as well buy a TV. Um, I'm so busy, I don't have that time. But I, I do love watching Netflix originals ugh, and Hulu. That, that, ugh, that is my guilty pleasure when I'm at home, you know, just waiting for um, killing time and stuff. And I have. I have uh, watched black and white viewings. I wouldn't switch over to black and white viewings just because I love, like, Marvel and I like the new movies. But I I watch them all the time. That's fine. Not all the time, but, you know. My... I have friends that like to watch... uh, binge watch old horror films and Halloween is coming up guys I'm a spooky bitch so like once Halloween like all that shit gets in the store I'm like it's Halloween guys it's Halloween 
So yeah, I, last weekend I actually binge watched a lot of old films with my friends. Last question. Dun, 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 dun. Can you envision how you are likely to look back upon the things you are doing today? <clears throat> yeah, I can. Uh, when I get older, I'm definitely going to be kicking my own ass just for not getting certain stuff done. Um, probably kicking my own ass for, um, taking 17 damn old years, a long ass years, to get sober. Um, that's something that I already kicked my ass for. But, um, it's better later than never, I guess. Uh, So, yeah, but other than that, I'm gonna be applauding myself for a lot of the things that I do. I don't feel like you should live with many regrets. And so... I think I'm going to be very proud of myself for traveling and doing the things that I want to do. That's one thing I'm definitely going to be happy about. But, yeah. Certain things I'm going to kick my ass and be like, you're stupid. (laughs) You should have shaped up sooner, but it's okay. How much do you try to live now as you think you will one day wish you had lived? I live too crazy sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. have, Have you ever... Like, been on the plane and, like, go somewhere. And you're like, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? Uh, that reminds me, I took a trip um, to Cancun this one time. And this r- guy, he spoke a different kind of language. I can remember, like, I spoke Spanish. I speak a little bit of Spanish. Not as much as I should, but I do. And I was talking to him... And he was telling me about something. He was, like, speaking a different kind of Spanish. And I was like, oh, crap. I can't really understand him. But we're going. Because I had to take a ride with him to this um, stream. This clear water stream that I wanted to go swim at. And there were other people with me. So I was like, whatever. So we went. And there was this, like, bridge that we had to cross. And it was, like, the jankiest bridge ever. And I I shouldn't say janky because the resources are, um, you know... From what the people had. It was basically like sticks. Like twigs and stuff. And I was like oh shit. What am I doing? And the wire was like you couldn't hold on too much to the wire. Because it was that metal wire. That like if you slid it across it would cut your hand. So I was like oh crap. So I like had to cross this bridge. With these like roaring waters. And I was like sitting there. Like I was like what am I doing? Is this fresh water? pool really worth going like what if I fall what if I die right now but I didn't think about that and it was really amazing it was really worth it (laughs) oh man another time that I I was like oh I don't think this is a good idea either is when me and my sister we went um kayaking in where were we oh we were in Puerto Rico we were in Puerto Rico and they have a place where you can see the bioluminescent lights and we were like, okay, we're going to go see the bio, bioluminescence lights. And it was beautiful. To get there, we went there at like 10 p.m. We were kayaking. It was one of the first times that I actually went kayaking in my whole entire life. And it was 10 p.m. It was really dark. And we had a little light on our kayak um, to kind of, you know, tell the other boats that we were there. And we discovered really quickly on our way maneuvering the waters that some of the ki- the kayaks and the boats didn't have lights on them. So, like, we would be, like, kayaking, and then all of a sudden this, like, other kayak would be, like, two inches from you. And you're like, oh, fuck. You know, it was it was wild. And I actually almost drowned because I didn't see that there was a branch, like, 
like one of the trees that were, were really close to us um, when we were getting there. Um, it hit me like in my chest and it like pinned me um, where the water was like right above my ears like I was on my back and the water was like getting on my eyes and I started screaming because my sister was the one that was in the front and we were in a two-person and then I started screaming I said I was like hey hey stop 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 like stop and she was like what are you doing and I was like I'm stuck like I'm stuck like I, I need help and unfortunately, I had to wait there um, for, it felt like an eternity. It was probably like eight minutes, but I had to wait for another kayak to move out of the way so that we could maneuver our way off of the tree. And I was, my adrenaline was flying. I was like, if I die going to the bioluminescent lights at least I can say I went out with a bang like something exciting like <laughs> but uh no I survived obviously and we went to the bioluminescence and it was beautiful and you could just see the fish like swimming you know it was a little scary because some of them were big and but it was so worth it it was so worth it and I, I appreciate everybody for listening to my podcasts and listening to my stories. I really appreciate it. And, you know, honestly, I hope you have a safe day. And keep on living, guys. I know sometimes life is rough, but we can do it. We can do it. Keep living. And thank you for the questions. Safest of travels.